Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. You ready, Bob? Well, all right. Audiences are raving. Bob Marley is electrifying. It's the feel-good movie of the year. You dig? Bob Marley, One Love. Rated PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. What's up, everybody? Welcome in to The Early Edge. I'm your host, Alan Bell. We've got a fantastic show lined up for you this Saturday. The NFL Playoff Divisional Round Weekend is here. we got college basketball and NBA and so much more. But before we do that, let's take a look at how we did on Friday. You know what? All right. Some losses, some wins. Uh, push on uh, Grizzlies-Lakers for the coach there, right at 243. But I'll tell you this. The biggest win... We'll discuss here in just one second. But I do want to say, make sure to pay attention tonight, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. We'll have a live show breaking down Giants at the Eagles. I got a feeling our man Bobby Locks is going to be fired up about his Giants tonight on the road against the Eagles. And then on Sunday, we'll go live 5.30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, make sure to make note of that time, a different time than we normally go, uh, obviously because the NFL schedule is moved up just a bit on Sunday. So we will break down. Cowboys at the 49ers there at 5.30 p.m. Eastern. But let's not waste any time. Let's bring in the stars of the show because we have one more bet that we hit, and that's the over on EC and his date last night. EC, I'm coming to you first, man. Um, I'm glad that we hit the over. Big Cheese in the chat was fired up about it yesterday. Everybody, literally everybody, the early edge crew was betting on it that it hit the over, and it did. So good to see you, buddy. How are we doing? Yeah, thanks, AB. Uh, did hit the over last night. Uh Fly it flew over. Uh, we had a nice time, but uh, we'll see what happens. And if there's a date number two, we'll go from that. All right, you know what? We'll bet on that when the time comes. When the lines open, we'll hit it on that one. <laughs> Speculator, how we doing, buddy? We're doing great. I'm excited for the football today, and of course, my Niners tomorrow. Uh, it's gonna be a little more stressful than last weekend, but uh, I'm here for it. Yep, I'm fired up for it, man. Speaking of that. Bobby Locks, our man, his Giants playing tonight on the road at the Eagles. How are we feeling about it? Feeling good. We're feeling a little bit nervous, um, but we got a lot of good college basketball today as well. I got the same shirt on as last Saturday because I'm superstitious like that with my Giants. So let's have a day. Yeah, you know what? I feel you, but, uh, you know, you got to be. Whatever works, works. Hey, and I'll give you credit. You did last week say, you're like, dude, don't even worry about the Giants with the points, dude. Money line. That's how the Giants get down. You were right. Well, maybe if you let me say something at the end, you know, maybe there might be a little something like that again. Oh, don't you fret, my friend. <laughs> There's going to be plenty of time for you to get down on that Giants play. Michael Roberts, look at Sharp as always, sir. And it looks, again, heavenly behind you, my man. How are we doing? Oh, it's so cold. It's like 52. You know, I need to get a sweater <laughs> on. Um, two number one seeds go today. The question is rest or rust? And we'll talk about that a little bit. Yep, you're right, man. You're right. You're absolutely right on that. And Mike McClure, as always, looking sharp, my dude. How we doing? 
Doing well. Uh, I have a, a question for EC on the dating game, though, and cashing that over ticket. It sounds like it was weather shortened. We played two seven inning double headers. So did those tickets void or not? That's the question. I think I think we combined them together uh, because the first one was like 70 minutes and the next one was about 100 minutes. Okay. So it's a little short of three hours. It just depends on the actual bookmaker, Mike, if we want to call that a win or a push <laughs> or void. No yeah. action. We, we might have to turn the mic on. Michael. Yeah. 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 No action. Got to play the complete uh, 100 minutes per game. Absolutely. <laughs> Spoken for the king, man. There we go. All right. Let's get into our storylines and affect the betting lines for today. And Mike, I'm going to stay with you, man. Um, college basketball model. You, you've got to look at it that everybody needs to know. Educate us, buddy. What do you got? Yeah, mostly I just get a lot of questions about it. It is on Sportsline. If you go to my Twitter account, you will find the link to it. Uh, the reason why it's frustrating for many people is because you're looking for a new article every day. It is not a new article. I keep the same article every single day. The link will never change. The reason I do that is so you can scroll through and see the results for every single day of the season here. Uh, but I want to highlight on the college basketball front, we're betting totals exclusively. We're not betting any sides in college basketball looking for spots where the simulation has an edge of five points or more on a total. Um, these are absolutely on fire right now. We are 81, 50 and two. Uh, there is a huge slate today. We have 26 plays today. We had 16 plays the other day, went 11 and five on those. Last week when we had 33 plays, 19, 13 and one. Uh, so we are betting heavy volume on these, but the simulations are there. You can scroll through them. You can look for the edges yourself. Um, just note that they move quite quickly at the time of posting. Yesterday, we had two plays when the simulations ran. 30 minutes later, if you looked at it, you would have only seen one play. Uh, so these are going up overnight. I have them up on the site around 11 p.m. Eastern time every night, 11 to midnight. Uh, so you'll be able to follow them there. But hit me up with any questions on them. NBA is also in the same article. Dude, that's awesome to know, man. A great record already, obviously. Doing work on that one for sure. Dude, we got models. We got everything all lined up. Sportsline.com. Click around. Check that one out. All right, EC, coming over to you, man. Our other storyline for today. Dude, we got a big one in college basketball. UCLA and Arizona, and you're going to be at the game, right? Yeah, as soon as this show ends, AB, I'm driving down to Tucson, about a two-hour drive south to go to McHale Center. Sold out. White out. That's why I'm rocking the white today. Now, Bear I don't down. like my – that's right. I love it. Mike's model is picking UCLA in this game, which which makes me a little upset, Mike. Now, I know you're, you're a total guy. And by the way, your model is on fire. I like to verify when I go through my totals the night before and just check. Uh, we've had a lot of similarities, and uh, your model is great. So I appreciate that. But I do not like that you have UCLA. You have a 29-1 and in their last 30 at home, lost to Washington State the other week, which is kind of a disappointment. Uh, they are now last night. I got the game as a pick which I'll, I'll pick later in the show. Now, I think Arizona is a one and a half point favorite. Still confident. I love it, man. What time is that game tip? Game is at two Eastern. So I have, I have some wiggle room. It's 11 a.m. in Nashville time. I have some wiggle room to get down, but uh, it's going to be going to be a little tight fit. Got to go for a little, got to get some lunch beforehand. And then it's going to be a rocking atmosphere. Yeah, it really is. All right, you know what? And I'll tell you what, we're going to be efficient on the show so that we can get you on the road, ready to go. We don't need you speeding. We've got many more dates that we need to bet overs on. So we know what? We need you safe and healthy. All right, let's get into our best bets for today. But before we do, let's take a quick break and hear from one of our 
partners. Sunday. The page is turning. Can you feel this energy? Joe Burrow and the Bengals take on Josh Allen's Bills. A trip to the AFC Championship is on the line. That game is going to be awesome. I cannot wait to watch that one for sure. All right, Bobby Locks, coming over to you first, man. You got one play, college basketball. We're going to talk NFL with you here in just a minute, but I want to get college basketball first up. So break it down. You go to the Big Ten. What do you got? Yeah, as a Penn State alumni, this kind of hurts me to do this, but I'm taking Ohio State minus three. Ohio State is on a five-game losing streak. They welcome the uh, Hawkeyes from Iowa in who are on a four-game win streak. However, Ohio State is significantly better at home. They're uh, holding opponents to less than 60 points a game. They're shooting 40% from three, and they're shooting it effectively from from, from the floor at 56%. Iowa will want to push the pace. They, They want Ohio State to play at their game. However, it's a lot easier for the home team to control the pace. It's probably going to be a rocking atmosphere. Ohio State is in desperate need of a win. I expect a big game out of Zed Key down low. They have the rebounding edge as well. And I think defensively they can contain Chris Murray, who is probably um, Iowa's biggest offensive threat. So I think the defense should get up for this one. Again, pains me to do it as a Penn State alum. Um, Ohio State lay the points. There we go. There we go. All right, EC, my man, coming over to you. Three plays today, cross the board. Break it down, what you got, man? All right, let's start, AB. Let's go to the one we just discussed. Uh, Arizona money line mi- minus 110 is what I got it at last night. I think it's around minus 125 this morning. They're not losing this game to UCLA. I know the Bruins have won 14 in a row, but none of those teams that they've beaten are currently ranked. It, uh, Arizona beat UCLA by 10 at home last year and by eight in the Pac 12 championship game. And as I said, 29 and one in their last 30 at home. One loss was to Washington State a couple weeks ago. That was a blip on the radar. Arizona looked back on Thursday. Should play very well today. Uh, is it a homer pick? Probably. Don't care. Wildcats are winning this game. <laughs> I'm just telling you that right now. Now, uh, let's. I want to stick with my college basketball totals. We've had some good luck on that on uh, early edge in five. I'm going with the Texas A&M Kentucky over 136. Uh, Kentucky's averaging 82 points a game at home. A&M in, in four road games, averaging 80 on the road. And Kentucky seven and four to the over at home. This one feels like a game that's going to be played in the mid 140s. And I'm going to go with Bobby Locke's New York Giants tonight, plus seven and a half at Philadelphia. You can get that anywhere from minus 108 to minus 110, maybe minus 115 in some places. But here's the stat that sold me Danny Dimes, 17 and five against the spread as a road underdog. And by the way, doesn't this game feel like the 49ers against the Packers last year? Number six seed going into the one seed Saturday night. I'm a Packer fan. I was really disgusted. But remember that Niners team beat Dallas on the road the week before, then went into Green Bay and pulled the upset. I wouldn't be shocked if the Eagles peaked too early and ended up losing this game. Ooh, okay, okay. All right, I see you working there. Now, sticking with the NFL, Mike, I'm coming over to you. You got a teaser play that when it when it, when the pick came through and I read it, it, it seems awesome. Like, I'm putting this thing in myself. I love it. Break this teaser down. What do you got? Yeah, we're going to go ahead and uh, take the Jaguars. That's nine and a half spread. Real high. Take seven points onto that. 
And we're also gonna take the Giants and add seven onto that. That's eight now, so we're gonna take 15 on that. Two touchdowns on both dogs here, and the dogs are on a roll right now. This is kind of the reverse. The number one seed's usually the team that comes in all fired up and ready to go. But on both instances, uh, the Chiefs do not cover the number. Just two, seven, and one against the spread in their last 10. And one of them, the push was against the Jaguars. And here's the question I have. So back in week 10, this spread was 10, right? This was uh, Chiefs 10. We know so much more about the Jags now. We know the offense is good, ATN and, and, and the passing game. And Trevor Lawrence is just so resilient. We know so much more about them now. But the spread is nine, nine and a half. I mean, that's a, a half point difference from week 10. Chief stature still there. They don't cover a lot, but the, uh, the the Jags just feel really slighted here to me. Like the spread should be closer to like a seven and a half or something, maybe a seven, uh, just because of the Chiefs not covering here. The momentum is a big deal for me. I think you know, the Giants, they got five straight uh, covers. The Eagles, four straight no covers. Hurts, is he good? Is he hurt? Is he bad? He didn't look that great in the time we saw him in his last game. Uh, three interceptions, no touchdowns in his last two games. I just think it's a, a dead spot, and I don't know that the Eagles can flip that switch and say we are now that team that dominated the Giants the last time um, they uh, covered a game. And I don't think they can just flip the switch like that. So I'm I'm skeptical of them, and I love what they've done with the the. Uh, Daniel Jones, he has been amazing running the ball. That's 11 men on 11 men now. You don't have that quarterback out there sitting back there waiting. 11 on 11, you got to account for him. And so that takes away something from the Eagles. And the last two games, he's been amazing. Nine, 91 rushing yards his last game in the regular season and then 72 yards last week. Uh, just absolutely phenomenal. He is a mini Josh Allen. That's how he runs, and this is the game. This is 14-4 and four against the spread this season. It's been a slow build with the new coach on the Giants, but it's for this moment here, and they're at their highest peak of the season, and I can't say that about the Eagles. And the Chiefs, I mean, they're minus three turnover margin, and they're still winning the games. That's why they're not covering as much, but the spread's still high. So I think on a teaser, you cross over 10, 11, 13, and 14. I think that's pretty good value. I prefer to do it in the, the touchdown stage there, but with the spread so high in the playoffs and then the momentum from both teams. Um, Jaguars have run six in a row, kind of been in the playoffs in a gauntlet for the last six weeks, and they've excelled and won and carried themselves to the playoffs. I think it's resilient, and I don't think it ends. I mean, I one of these teams I think is going to lose. Giants probably the best chance, uh, plus 320, but I wouldn't count out the Jaguars here. I think they're going to play well here, plus 425 on the money line. Teaser, that's kind of the safe way out, but uh, I, I think one of these teams are going to win tonight. Yeah, you know, I'll say this, man. Like, like when when it when you sent it over and I looked at it, you know, I was already kind of feeling the under a little bit in that game because the Chiefs could go on long, sustained drives. The Jaguars can absolutely go on long, sustained drives, churn a ton of clock, and maybe only get three points out of it, get seven points out of it, whatever. But I think that this game, like, I think it's going to skew a lot to that. So the fact that you're getting double digits, obviously, yes. you know, on both, man, solid. I, I really do like it. All right, Speculator, coming over to you, my dude. You've got, oh, what do you got here? Two plays. Oh, two plays. <laughs> I almost said two Christian plays like it was church. You know what I mean? <laughs> but they are two plays on dudes named Christian. So I'll get out of your way, man. What do you got? 
Yeah, we got a we got a double Christian prop over here. And <laughs> that's it, that's much better said. Yeah. <laughs> we got we got Christian Kirk first at over five and a half receptions plus one hundred four. Our Sportsline AI's got uh, Christian Kirk with six point one reception. His season high in targets and receptions in the regular season was against the Chiefs, where he had twelve targets and nine reception. This is more of a bet that the Jaguars are going to get down early and they're going to have to pass a bunch more. The books agree with that approach as Trevor Lawrence's completion line is 23 and a half. That is the third most after Mahomes and Burrow. So they also think that he's going to have to drop back and pass the ball a lot. And even with that, Christian Kirk's uh, receptions line isn't inflated too much with that in mind. So that's why I'm on over Christian Kirk over five and a half receptions. And the second one, you know, I got to go with my Niners on this one. So Christian McCaffrey over 64 and a half rushing yards at minus 114. Sportsline AI's got Christian McCaffrey rushing for 69.2 yards. Uh, McCaffrey has gone over this current line of 64 and a half, five out of the last seven games. And believe it or not, Dallas's run defense is not as good as you think it is. Of the teams remaining, the only two teams that allowed more rushing yards this season was the Bengals and the Giants. They ranked 22nd in the league in rushing yards, and they have a great pass rush. But the way to nullify that is simply run the ball. So that's why I'm on Christian McCaffrey, over 64 and a half uh, rushing yards tomorrow. There we go, man. I love it. I love it. Now, last, but obviously, certainly not least, our man M Squared. One play, college basketball. Break it down, my dude. What you got? Yes, one play for the show, AB. You can get several more if you look through the article here. But we're going Conference USA, Middle Tennessee State, Louisiana Tech. We're going over 137.5. You can shop around. You might find 136.5 at one book. It's 138 at another. Uh, But I like this number here. I make this one all the way up to 145. I see a 75-71 type of game. Uh, these are teams that trend to the over pretty heavily in certain situations. This is definitely one of them. Uh, so what we have here are two teams that do not really crack the top 150 in terms of defensive efficiency. They're quite similar in terms of the pace of play. The home team, Louisiana Tech, likes to play with a little bit more pace. Uh, I believe, as EC mentioned earlier, it is a little easier to dictate the pace of the game when you are the home team, have a little bit of the crowd advantage here. Uh, But what makes this game super interesting to me is how often these teams foul. These, both of these teams like to get to the rim a lot more than they like to shoot three-pointers, but these teams foul so much that they're in the bottom 300 in terms of free throw rate allowed. They allow a ton of free throws to each other. We love free throws when we're betting overs, keeps the game stopped. And what's interesting in these kind of games, if one team starts to rack up a ton of fouls, you start to see six to one, six to two, the officials in college basketball almost always try to even things out a little bit as the game progresses. I think we're in for a very competitive basketball game here. I think the numbers I touch too low. Uh, the simulations, again, make it 145. There we go, man. There we go. And speaking of Middle Tennessee State, anybody in Murfreesboro, shout out to both clean and dirty gyms as well as the woods at Greenland. Great, great spots. All right, Bobby Locks, coming back to you in a second. Let me get these picks up here. And then we're going to come back, talk a little Giants here real quick. So everybody, grab your paper, grab your pencil. Let's take a look at the recap here. It does look glorious. Mike McClure is on. Middle Tennessee State, Louisiana Tech, over 137.5. Michael Roberts is on a teaser here. Jaguars plus 16.5 and Giants plus 15. Bobby Locks is on Ohio State, minus three. The Speculator, 
Christian Kirk over five and a half receptions. Christian McCaffrey over 64 and a half rushing yards. EC is on the Giants plus seven and a half. Arizona money line. Texas A&M and Kentucky over 136. I am on Patrick Mahomes longest completion over 38 and a half yards today. Patrick Mahomes also to throw an interception plus money. Eagles first half team total over 13 and a half. Eagles second half team total over 13 and a half. Brock Purdy to throw an interception Sunday. Dak Prescott to throw an interception Sunday as well. All right. Locks, my dude. We got Giants at Eagles. Give me that breakdown, man. Give me that pick. What you got, boy? Yeah, so I'm a little bit more nervous about this one. Obviously, a big rivalry. And I love everybody in the chat saying the Eagles are going to blow out the Giants. Everyone on Twitter and everywhere is picking the Eagles as a blowout. That's exactly what you want to see as a Giants fan. Giants love to play the underdog role. I'm not saying this is the same team as they, as they were when they won the two Super Bowls, but they were always not not picked. So they love playing the underdog role. I love that um, the Giants in their first meeting when they did get blown out by the Eagles at Giants Stadium, they did not have Adoree Jackson, Xavier McKinney, Leonard Williams, Jared Davis, and, La- and Landon Collins. These are five key guys to the, to, to the defense now. Everybody's healthy. Adoree Jackson came back last week after missing seven games, shut down Justin Jefferson. I don't know if that's going to be the case today. You got A.J. Brown and you got Devontae Smith. He might shut down one of them, but then you got to worry about uh, either Smith or, or Brown, and then you have Gobert as, as the tight end. And now – Jalen Hurts is more of a mobile quarterback than uh, Kirk Cousins. So they have to put that in uh, as a factor as well. Jalen Hurts, again, as Micah said, you don't know how, how healthy he is. And then you also have Lane Johnson being banged up the left uh, tackle for the for the Eagles. So if the Giants could get some pressure on Hurts early, I think this might be um, one, one of their biggest keys to success. Just like last week, you know, I hope they're competitive. Are they going to win? I don't know. But just like last week, with that being said, Giants money line. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Demon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. All right, everybody, tune in live tonight at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Speaking of that game, we will be breaking it down. Giants and Eagles, all of your best bets. You're going to have Sia Najad, Mike McClure, and uh, our man, Prop Stars, Alex Selesnik, with your boy Coach hosting that one. So 7.30 p.m. Eastern Tonight, be there. We'll break it all down. But until then, everybody, best of luck. Let's cash these tickets. And we'll see you later tonight. Thanks.